Hello, hello. My name is David Deberry II. I'm the co-CEO of Keys to Black Wealth. My name is Brandy Avery. I am also the co-CEO of Keys to Black Wealth. My name is Lamar Pugsley, and I am the CMO of Keys to Black Wealth. And I am Frank Cage, the CBO of Keys to Black Wealth. And we thank you all for listening to the Keys to Black Wealth podcast. Please enjoy the show and don't forget, take them keys. That three way, we on a mission, we live in exactly how we say. All right, you guys, we only got a few minutes to recap. Literally, we got four minutes to recap yesterday and then forecast today. So I just want to say yesterday was fire. For those of you who do, did not get to see that, you got to get the recap because the replay, because we can't even tell you how much information was given in that 10, 11 hours. I lost track. I mean, I took probably like 17 pages worth of notes. So I'll rapid fire real quick. We'll start with you, uh, Lamar Pugsley. What you, uh, first off, tell people what they can expect from the platform and then just recap yesterday well first off just going over the platform features real quick so welcome all new guests we appreciate you coming that's important please share this with all your friends and family members on the left hand side you can see there's a reception button that's the uh home page more or less the stage is where we currently are that's where the uh speaking engagements happen that's where the think tanks that happen at uh, then under that, there's networking. Networking is where you can actually have a face-to-face uh, three-minute networking round with someone uh, from all over the world. So you definitely want to get in there, exchange information. You hit connect and they hit connect. You'll si- simultaneously uh, exchange information. And then lastly is the vendor expo. Make sure you get into the vendor expo. Uh, all our speakers have vendors in there. We have our merch line in there. So make sure you check out our merch line. As you can see, everybody got something known different. <laughs> and this was without a phone call. So that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely check out the uh, merch. Check out uh, Shop for by the People. Um, you definitely want to get out there. Yep. Okay, so let me, let me, let me hit on... Uh, yeah, you got 30 seconds or less, my brother. Bruh, uh, I'm a real through fire. She changed her life. Uh, um, him 500. Uh, yeah, that's cool. To be able to walk out, like, literally... And three, he said in three years he was able to uh, accumulate what 1.6 mil, like 1.6 mil, and leverage. And leverage. That's the biggest thing. Like we can, we can do that. Let's do that. That's what's up, man. For all the uh, the attendees right now, put in the chat what you got most out of yesterday. What you liked? Who was your favorite speaker? Uh, Frank, I'm gonna throw it to you. What'd you get from last? What'd you get last night? Man, it was uh, look at this point. If you don't have the recap, like I, I don't know what to say. I mean, it was so much information. Definitely got to shout it out to uh, Hem Five Hundred, man. Like, like that credit piece. Like, I was just talking to my wife about it. Like, I mean, game changer. You know what I mean? Like, game changer. Like, like my man said, the stuff that he was telling you're not you're not gonna be able to Google. And it's not in a book. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> like this is the thing, man, as minorities, as 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 uh black individuals, like we gotta know the game, but we have to play it different. Like we gotta know the rules for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Know the rules. We gotta implement it. He, this brother was laying down practical principles. Um uh, that we can apply life changes. So um yeah, yesterday, yeah. yesterday 
crazy. Yesterday, remember, crazy. knowledge alone is not power, but is applied knowledge. So we right. all got to implement what we have learned this weekend. And I know today is even going to be even more mind blowing. So take it away, B. <laughs> yeah. So. Um... Yesterday was just wild. <laughs> I got to go back and like process it and like really digest the information. Um, I thoroughly enjoy uh, digital mindset, digital digital mindset um, with Mike Johns. I thought oh, that yeah, was, that was yeah, I thought that was a fire true. conversation. I mean, he took us somewhere like mentally. He just like mentally like just like got in our brains and like screwed with it. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> like screw with our minds. Uh, definitely him five hundred. You know, I work in the credit industry. I'm you know credit repair. You know certified credit uh, repair specialist. And um, I've heard him speak before, which is why I was super excited to bring him to our platform because I mean, I'm taking his class, you know what I'm saying? Like he's dope. Um, and I don't, I don't edify too many credit people, but uh, yeah, he's fire. Uh, swap a lease. I'm going to check, uh, test it out on some of my clients. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see how that works and benefits their life. Um, I'm a Rosa. Sis is a whole vibe. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Sis is a whole vibe. Yeah, like, never I, get that interview anywhere except for exclusively on TV. Exclusive. Exclusive. Hey, um, okay, so good. We got a little bit of time to uh, go through this recap. So, who else? Um, so yeah, Omarosa was dope. Um, I thought she was a whole vibe. Um, Dr. Jarrell Hill, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's such an educator. He's such an educator. Um, I could have just listened to him just talk, you know what I'm saying, and just yeah. talk and like pour into us. Okay, pour into us. So yeah, so it was dope. I'm I'm just super excited. I know today is gonna be <laughs> today's the grand crazy. I, I know. mean, I know they probably think we crazy, like man, we done <laughs> had them like locked in all weekend long. And um yeah. today, I mean <sighs> I mean a my whole biggest life. recap, my biggest recap was when um Dr. Hill, when I had asked that question about we are trying to solve, you know, the racial wealth gap and black people here in America have less than 2% of the tangible wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about five white guys own more land. They own 9 million acres than 40 million of black people only own 8 million acres. Five people more own more than uh, 40 million and trying to tackle that issue and it seems like an elephant and it's always like hey how do you take a uh, take down an elephant and usually people say one bite at a time and that's what I thought he was going to say he just switched it all up he was like nah he was like you got to think like a lion a lion out here he was like because a lion look at elephant like lunch I was like mm. Mm, I had never heard high. that before <laughs> I had never heard that before and it's just and it's that mental everything is mental right and so if you look at it as lunch you a lot of people look at things like it's uh it's an issue and a problem it's only a problem if you can't solve it right you know what I'm saying? if you can't solve it then it's a problem but if you can solve it it's not a problem you just gotta you know get your mental right so that that's what you know tripped me out about the about yeah, I mean, you know, that's the entrepreneur's uh, mindset, though. I mean, we're problem yes. solvers. I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going in to solve a problem. If you haven't identified a problem that you're aiming to solve, then, you know, you might want to reevaluate your uh, your goals and your missions as far as entrepreneurship, because, I mean, that's really the whole purpose, the whole journey of entrepreneurship is being a, a problem solver. And, and yeah. it's also the same mindset that that line mindset is also the same mindset that we technically got to have today in the age we live in just because of how savage everything is around us. You know, what I mean? our environment is crazy. And if we ain't 
taking care of ourselves and, and actively going after getting these keys to change our family, it's like, bro, you can die out. Like whole lineages can die out. You know what I'm saying? And so it's very imperative that we keep, we continue to just get this information out. Yeah. Definitely. I felt like there was like some overall themes that we've um, been hearing so far. And I think one of those biggest themes is uh, the whole mentorship being like the uh, fast track to success. Um, And it's really been enlightening to hear all of our speakers, you know, kind of go through that aspect and um, how important it is to have mentorship. And even they still have mentors and how they keep up with it. But then also, I love the fact that we actually drop tangibles. How do you go and approach someone to be your mentor? Because oftentimes we like, oh, I want to work with that person. I need their help. I know that they can help me elevate. But that approach is really critical. Um, so with Amorosa, you know, her three M's, you know, to approaching someone. And, yeah. you know, it was just dope to hear that even Lisa Ray, I mean, everyone gave their um, their approach. Dr. Jarrell Hill, well, how do you yeah. go and approach someone? So I thought that was really cool that, um, again, I just want to reiterate, it's not about rhetoric. We've been given keys and people can apply this, you know, to their operation so that they can move forward. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so while we're, while we're waiting on uh, Pastor Murray, uh, if you guys do not have this book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, you, you, you're slipping. Like, you are slipping. And the crazy, ironic part about this is that an older white gentleman told me about this book. And he was reading the book, getting all the gems from it. And 90% of the people that I've asked, do they have this book or they even knew about it? They didn't know about it. And uh, it's the it's on page 100. It talks about how to stay motivated all the time. And I know, y'all, we talk about this all the time. We could kind of go through this. But the first one is uh, develop the right mental attitude. Mm-hmm. So I always heard, always heard nothing good comes from thinking negative. Even if it's a bad situation, tell me how it gets better by you thinking negative. Right. right. Number two is to aspire to something greater than yourself. And it says develop a magnificent obsession. And that really strikes with me, though, because when you hear the word obsession, a lot of times people think it's a bad thing. But what if you obsessed on the on the right thing? Like a lot of people don't think about that. Number three, it says possess a futuristic outlook. Take the long range view. Number four is develop deep personal integrity. Number five says accept total personal responsibility. That part. <laughs> yeah, that part right there. Oh, I got to read the rest of the number five, then I'm done with this. I'm going to let y'all get the book attendees and let y'all read it on your own. But number five was accept total personal responsibility, remain in complete control at all times. Do not be manipulated by people or events. Mm. Operate on a personal, t- t- a personal timetable. Mm. It said do not be manipulated by people or events. Man, let's let's round table talk that right there. Like think about how people and events can get us off track. Like Well, I think um, you know, 
I'm thinking about some of the things that Omarosa said about her personality and like, you know, the first question you ask is why are everybody checking for your black card? You know, this, that, and the third. And um, I even think about things that we've been through as keys to black wealth. Like if we would let people dictate, you know what I'm saying, how we move, we wouldn't be sitting right here right now in this virtual summit with people all across the globe tapping in, you know what I'm saying, and uh, getting, uh, opening their mind and their hearts, you know what I'm saying, to receive the information. Um, you know, so I think it's really important just to kind of be, you know, sound in your thoughts and sound and grounded in your uh, your mission and your movement. You know, it's just like us. We stood on our brand when we thought about our name. We thought about, OK, this is a bold name. Remember when we was getting hate mail, you know, for a second, like people was like, you know, throwing hate mail our way. And, um, you know, we was feeling energy from, you know, our community and, you know, what I'm saying the white community. Um, so if you if you don't if you allow people to manipulate your thoughts and the way you move, then you really won't accomplish your goals. Um, you just have to be, you know, sound in your decisions and uh, move forward. Man, that's, uh, that's so true though. How, how you say we was getting uh, hate on both sides, <laughs> on both sides. At one time it was like uh, a lot of people uh, on, on the white side was asking, why is it called keys to black wealth? Why isn't it called keys to wealth? First off, <laughs> you know, why do people uh, why do people uh, look at the term black? Think about mothers against drunk driving. Does anybody ever say, why is it only mothers? Why isn't all of us against drunk driving? Like mother is the descriptive, you know, the you know, the characteristic is like, OK, breast cancer awareness. Why aren't you talking about? all the cancer right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's a it's a why is the term the black is the one that's the one that stands out and if you look at it we're 13 percent of the population but we own less than two percent of the wealth and, and then i mean and think about this like kind of kind of hitting on what you was just talking about like being swayed by stuff like think about times like christmas like we already paycheck to paycheck but then when that when them holidays around <laughs> at the end of the end of the year people be tapping into their credit cards they be you know what i'm saying going broke and then waiting on the taxes to bridge the gap and then you feel me this year happens pandemic yeah. And so it's like, you know, if we hadn't allowed ourselves to be swayed into what the commercials get us to do, spend money on all these holidays and been investing in these times, we'd be prepared for what's to come, which is the sale of everything because ain't, no, ain't nobody going to be able to afford stuff, you know, yeah. how going to be going for cheap, all of those things. So I think as black people, we got to be ready to capitalize when the moments come, you know. Yeah. Yep. I think I think uh, a lot of it has to also do with perspective and uh, piggybacking off that responsibility because it's like, like I look at our history, you know what I mean, from you know slavery, uh, civil rights movement, like all of that, and it's like we look at that even though it was a, a horrible time, you know what I mean, in our history, it's like we focus on the negative side of it versus I look at it, I look at like man, my ancestors were some beasts. You know what I mean? Because it's like, despite going through all of those situations, circumstances, everything that was against them, is like, we still rising, we still elevating in the midst of, you know what I mean? So, 
I think I think responsibility, you know what I mean, has something to 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 do with it. And we it's life. We all going through stuff. We all have our ups and downs. But it's how you look at at a situation and take responsibility of that situation. You know, what I mean? are you gonna elevate from it or are you gonna stay there? Like you got a choice. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's still your choice. You know what I mean? How you play is is it's on you. Yep. So uh, we're trying to get Pastor Murray. We having some connectivity issue. Isn't the devil look? The devil trying to work on a Sunday. Trying to get the pastor. Trying to get a, trying to work on a Sunday. <laughs> but it's all good though because we got we got info right at the top of the dome. If you guys have not read this book called Brainwashed, man, like this will explain a lot of why our community is the way it is. Like literally, people just have been brainwashed and if you can be brainwashed negatively you can also be brainwashed positively too and that's why reading is so important like that's why reading is so important one of the questions that all i've seen a lot of the people in the chat ask is what's your favorite books what's your favorite audios what's your favorite podcast and i hope you guys are networking too taking this time to uh advantage to network and ask people, you know, those same questions because, like Brandy said, mentorship is a short to, to shortcut to success. And they said you need mentors that you know, but that you also don't know. That's why reading a book, somebody can be your mentor before, you know what I'm saying, you even meet them in person. Right. So you can get, you can, you can read all up on somebody, watch their audios, watch their podcasts, all of that. And then that person can be your mentor because now a lot of people are giving away, just giving away content. You talk about us, how many events we had, uh, I think 14 total events that we just gave away for free, right? <laughs> it's the information. So it's always information out here. It's just, we don't got enough people um, seeking out the information. Right. Yeah. I think um, thinking about books and stuff like that, um, of course, I'm reading The Wealth Choice or I'm sorry, Think and Grow Rich, but I'm also reading The Wealth Choice. So that's right here as well. This one right here. I don't been in this one like so much like this. Dennis Kimbrough, The uh, Wealth Choice, Success of Secrets of Black Black Millionaires. This one is powerful. Um, when you talk about mindset, because he's interviewing all of these black millionaires and kind of, you know, saying just unpacking like their thought process and the steps that they needed to take to be able to get there. And there's a common theme, you know, between all the stories um, as far as who he interviewed. And then my third favorite one, well, not favorite, but my third one, as far as a good one, is how the poor can save capitalism. So mm. kind of going back to that M500, um, this is John Hope Bryant, uh, how the poor can save capitalism. But going back to like that M500, um, him 500 and what he talked about as far as leveraging our credit to build wealth, this is what he's talking about in here. And he says, if you change a man's credit score from 500 to 700, you change his life. Mm. Yeah. You change his life. So he's talking about the power of like building wealth and how you can leverage, you know, credit, you know, just like him 500 was talking about yesterday, how he uses his credit cards and all the facts. Um, it's um, how the poor can save capitalism. This one's uh, by John Hope Bryant. This is uh, The Wealth Choice. This is Dennis Kimbrough. Hmm. And then the other one that uh, is the Keys to Black Wealth Bible, um, next to the, <laughs> the Bible Bible. But this is Think and Grow, Grow Rich. But this one right here, Think and Grow Rich, a black choice, Keys to Black Wealth. Like we like study this and this is our this is our stuff right here. So. Let me let me um uh Dave has also also by Dennis Kimbrough. Dave was talking about that book that was referred to him by a white guy. And and I, I think that 
you know, oftentimes we can get lost in just like in tunnel vision. Like we got to be open, just like Amorosa was talking about. Like we have to be open to exploring some different things. One of my mentors is a is a white guy, and uh-huh. like he's so black to one things to be right and equal. It don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? And the things I was able to learn from him, he was the reason that I started this journey. Journey. He was the one that gave me the push and encourage, even when I had other people discouraging me, people close to me. So, you know, we definitely want to make sure that you always looking for that right mentor that's going to get that mind right, like Brandy talking about, and be open to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, while we share information, uh, how many of you guys have heard of this book called uh, Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun? The great Reginald Lewis right here, man. He created a billion-dollar empire, man. His life was cut short from uh, cancer. But, uh, man, dude, dude was a pit right here, though. Watch the white guys have all the fun. So, and, uh, uh, Michael Michael Hargrove is asking about the K2BW book club. So, Michael, we actually do have a private community. Um We'll be actually opening it up to the individuals who's in the summit first. They'll get first access um, because it will be limited. Um, but we will have a private community, um, which we will include, obviously, reading and things like that. But more importantly, um, obviously, tangible. So uh, shout out to Michael Hargrove being on the, uh, being in the summit today. Make we'll sure. get that information out. Yeah. So I have a question. So, Someone just posed think, in the chat. Oh, hold on. I think we got is We good to go. I think we I think. I think we. I think the pastor's good to go. We're gonna load them up. Yep. We got time to share one more book, then. <laughs> no, I have a. Someone okay. asked a question. I thought it was a good uh, question. We can maybe uh, break it down real quick. Um, they said, "Why?" I think it was Michelle. I'm sorry, I can't get your name because the chat was going too fast. But they said, "Why is uh, black like you know, saying black people and stuff like that a negative connotation?" Um, I'm going to see if I can find it, but I didn't know if anybody had yeah. thoughts on that. I heard this older gentleman. I can't remember. I think it... I'm why not is the word black always, she said, why is the word black always using a negative connotation instead of these, like, wealth, something positive? Um, yeah. Because it's like black hole, black cat. <laughs> you think about it uh, you know what I'm saying Black Friday there's all these black you know what I'm saying there's always is in using a negative connotation yeah. I hate to say it like uh, it, I don't I don't I don't know why but you can and when it is used in a positive context like keys to black wealth ooh it's scary now uh-huh. and we always talk about it's never really been a black wealth movement. Somebody said blacklist. <laughs> blacklist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at all the black terms, negative terms like, you know, yeah. it's a black out. <laughs> black mold. You know it's like... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, we got, like, we're the generation. We're the generation to change it, though. We're the generation to change it, but they say you can never change people. You can only change their perspective. Yeah. You can only change their perspective. So, it, it, this guy, so we're, we live in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and it's uh, about 120 miles um, to uh, Cincinnati. So a guy asked, how how long does it take to get from Columbus to Cincinnati? And I was like, two hours. He was like, why'd you say two hours? And he was like, because you're thinking about you driving in a car, right? I was like, yeah. He was like, but if I ask a billionaire that, they'll say it take 20 minutes in a private plane. 
I was like, hmm. And he was like, but if you ask a homeless person, it might take them, you know what I'm saying? How long does it take right. them walk? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 120 miles, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, which one of them are right? <laughs> I was like, hmm. all three. All and he was like, all three of them are right, but they use different vehicles. So mm-hmm. I think as black people, we got to start using different vehicles. Mm-hmm. So I don't, if you want to make millions of dollars a year, it can't happen in that nine to five. Now, if that's not your goal, then cool. But you can't say you have that goal and then using that vehicle. That'd just be like me saying, I want to go 500 miles per hour in my, in my car. That makes zero sense. But that's what we think though. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what we think. We say we want to be a millionaire, but we're only saving a hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it goes back to like that first key, though, as well, you know, yeah. which is the awareness, because if you don't know um, the tools and the resources that's readily available to you, then your mindset is only going to be limited based off of like what you think is out there. You know, so you've got to have an open mind to be able to say, oh, you know, what I'm saying there's more opportunity, there's more access, there's more resources to get to where we you know, want to go. So that's why that first key is so important. Hopefully, everybody. I know some people bought, uh, bought the book yesterday, but definitely cop that book, Seven Keys to uh, Generation wealth um keys to black wealth is on the website but that that book is really powerful and um, that first key you'll sit in there um is the financial awareness um and you have to be aware because you can't even really apply those you can't get into the, the resources you can't drive you can't you know send take a plane if you don't know that the plane actually exists let me pose a question to the group because i like that analogy that you just uh gave dave um, because that seems like common sense you know what i mean if you ask somebody you know what i mean to walk um a hundred miles going at you know 500 miles an hour they would think okay that's not possible for me to do that's common so when yeah, I'm pretty sure if you ask, you know what I mean, any black person, do you want to be wealthy? 99.9% of them are going to say yes. You know what I mean? But the actual vehicle, you, you know, using that using that statement, how come you, as a people, how come you don't think that common sense uh, sort of uh, mindset don't 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 come upon us? Like we think, okay, I'm gonna just, you know, work this nine to five, whatever I got going on. They never think to switch to another another vehicle. Yeah, and I would love to hear the audience response to that uh, question too, but it's like, it's almost like you you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And we limit ourselves to the people around us and in our community. And that means you only limit it to what they know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, that's all y'all know the same things. Yep. And then you want to Google, then, and then it used to be information was shielded from people. Right. Now information is overload. Yep. They're both bad because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? One you don't know and the other you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, so the beautiful thing is and about this platform and I hope everybody's sharing their social media handles, their websites with each other, really connecting because now we can leverage each other's knowledge. Right. That, that's the same. That's the same thing. Think about. Think about like we just like he he talking about like we only know what we know. Like that's the same thing for kids in the street, like selling drugs. Like that's what they exposed to. They mom and dads are working a nine to five. Half of them can't afford childcare. That's four to five hundred a month per kid. And so if you can't afford child child care, guess who raising your kids? The the cat that's at the crib. And why they at the crib? Because they sell the drugs. They work for themselves. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like the entrepreneurship mindset is right. We just got to change with what the product is. You know what I'm saying? That product is what they give us because we all we we've been redlined for so long and put in these environments. So so because of all of those things, since we're shielded away, then then. We, we only get what we get and we and we're able man listen it's a lot of street millionaires <laughs> it's a lot of street millionaires you feel me so if we can just continue to get our people to write things for them to to let them let their minds do what they've been doing it ain't no man come on man we're gonna take over we're gonna take over Hey, Pastor Murray, Lamar started preaching in your place. You see, he dropping, he's dropping them jewels right there, dropping the word. Hey, you were dropping them heavy too, man. How's everybody? Hey, we good. How you doing? Man, I'm great trying to get online, but I'm excited about this. I said, just give me my phone. We going raw like this. Right. My team is here, but hey, I'm glad to be on. Tell me what I'm ready. I'm like a cage bull. What I'm doing? <laughs> hey, you straight. You got you got the next 30 minutes to just go just go live. So we're gonna leave it to you. We done. Right now? Yep, right now. You you good. All You're right. on live. Okay, well, y'all tell me when to stop adding inter- Project. First of all, everybody that's on, I think I'm, I'm, I'm so proud and excited about the curators of this event. This is going to go, this is going to be huge. It's already huge. It's going to be even bigger. I saw it in the spirit. So I want to thank the curators. I also want to thank Jalen, my attorney, who set this up for me, who put my name in the hat. She's going to be talking today. She is a phenom. She's amazing. And today, I want to talk about faith and money. So my name is Anthony Murray for everybody who's on. Um, I'm a pastor, I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm a, I'm a life coach. Let me tell you how to get in touch with me now because my team had everything ready to go, but I'm on my phone. So listen, I want to be able to connect with people personally. So what you do to get connected with me and get more information about some of the things I'm going to talk about, I want you to go to your phone or write this down. Text. Hold on a minute. Let the fire truck pass. Text. Oh, this way. All right, text AMM. Hold, just hold this for me, David. Hold this for me. Text, text AMM to 52886. Can you see? I got it. Text AMM to 52886. And that's how you're going to be able to get in touch with me. I'm just trying to get this camera angle. It is weird the way this is happening. You guys can hear me and see me, right? David, stand behind me and let's see if this, if this can work. Because I'm trying to hold this camera and I can't really, I can't really see. Yeah. But you can't see what you see. You can't see. That's perfect. Dang. Y'all got it? All right. So I'm Anthony Murray. I'm a pastor. I'm a life coach. And I'm a business person. And uh, I want to talk to you about what's happening right now globally. This is not working. Okay. This, this is one of the things you got to know how to do. Necessity is the mother of invention. This is one of the things you have to know how to do what I'm doing now, converging on anything. And that's what's happening in the world right now. All right? Economics is shifting. The world is shifting globally. This got to get right so people can see me. Do you see how weird yes, this is? Yes, I think Where they can see you going? okay, though, but they, you can't see you okay. There we go. Okay. Hold on, guys. But you can keep talking. It's going to be worth it when you hear what I'm going to say. Come out. This is crazy. There we go. All right. So what I want to talk about is three things. All right. I'm Anthony Murray. I'm a pastor and I've blown 30 minutes trying to get on here. All right. When I started out, I had $1,500 and and bad credit. I had a 400 
30 Beacon score. I had I was in bankruptcy. I had had a foreclosure on my house. They came at three o'clock in the morning. I wanted to shoot this dude banging on my door 4 a.m. and took my car. I can still hear the sound of the car beeping in the middle of the night. Beep, beep, beep. With, a, with my family in their sleep, I was embarrassed. I was humiliated. And I knew something had to change in my life. I couldn't go another day living beneath my privilege. And I started praying and I started thinking. And I had to understand that there's dimensions to me. So the first thing I want you guys to know is there are dimensions to you. You're not one thing. That's why a lot of people make mistakes. This is how I became a millionaire. I had to realize that I'm not one thing. I'm not just the pastor. I'm not. So you got to reimagine yourself. This is the first thing I want to tell you. We're going to start talking about money next. How I became a millionaire, how to make money, how to think. I'm going to talk about that. But first, you got to look at yourself. You got to be you got to believe in yourself. Most people don't believe they can do it. So they never even start. And we're in an information age. Everybody's looking for information, reading books and give information. But people most people aren't applying it. So information is no good if you don't turn it into wisdom. Wisdom is how do I assimilate what I've learned? We are an intelligent generation. I get a chance to pastor and lead the most intelligent generation in the world, but the most, some of the stupidest people, they the smartest, but the stupidest. They know everything, but don't know nothing. They know a little bit about everything, but they mastered nothing. So the first thing you gotta do, if you're gonna do well in business in this climate and make money, because the, because the window of success is open for everybody now. The playing field is not even level at all. The world has been flipped upside down. COVID, George Floyd, all the civil unrest going on in the world. Wealth has been shifted. I'm a pastor. There's a text in the Bible that says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And there's going to be a time of transfer. This is what I want you to understand. Timing. Th this is the right time in the world for you. This is the right time in history for you right freaking now. This is the right moment right now. But you can't think about you can't think about yourself the same and you can't think about business the same and you can't think about money the same because everything is different. This is a new normal. We're in it now. OK, so the first thing that I had to do is I had to deal with me, I had to believe that I could do it. I had to believe that I had the I had enough sense and I had enough already in my hands to be successful. This is the first thing people do when they mess up. They think you think you need a million dollars. You think you need you think you need all this stuff. The first point I want to make to you today is you don't need anything but what you already freaking have in your hands. You don't need anything extra. You don't need to know another person. You don't need another dollar. You don't need anything else. Everything you have in your hands right now is more than enough for you to be successful. How do you know that? How can you qualify it? I'm going fast because I'm because I don't have a lot of time. I can qualify with my life. Text AMM to 52886 so I can connect with you and you can see what I'm talking about. If you don't know my story, text AMM to 52886 because I'm not going to be able to give you everything on this line. The first thing, number one, is you got to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, all the other stuff don't matter. I'm, I'm giving you the straight up game from nothing. Nobody gave me a money. Nobody gave me a building. Nobody didn't know. I had to believe in me. I had to get selfish and believe in my abilities. I talked to dope boys, dope dealers. I talked to CEOs. I talked to politicians. I talked to VPs. And we all are in the same place at the end of the day. Everybody has to be confident in you and your abilities. The things that I'm about to tell you next is, won't stick until you get this. You Do you believe in yourself? 
Do you believe that you can do it? Do you believe you're smart enough to do it? And do you believe you're dumb enough to do it? You got to believe. You got to be smart enough to, to know how, and then you got to be dumb enough to have faith. You got to be smart enough to know your skill, and then you got to be dumb enough to, to, to forget all the other think barriers that's going to come in your life and be dumb enough not to believe them. You got to be smart enough to know your skill, and you got to be dumb enough. I'm using these stringent words. Smart enough to know your abilities and dumb enough not to believe anything, any barrier that's going to come in your life can stop you. I am so dumb that I just don't believe that my credit matters. I'm so dumb, I believe, I just don't believe I got to have a million dollars to make a million dollars. I'm so, I'm just so, I'm so dumb that I just believe and I have faith that, that, that God will get behind me and help me do whatever I want to do. I'm giving you the game other people don't know how to tell you. I, you got to be, you got to believe, but then I believe in myself. What have you survived? Come on, I need to get you here first before we're going to talk principles on business. What have you already been through? What have you suffered? That's where you're going to get the strength to be successful. What have you had? What have you endured? Somebody, some of you have been raped, abused, molested, marginalized, dogged out, fired, treated bad. You didn't have a father raised you. It's Father's Day and you have sad right now. You have a mother. To raise. You got to use all of that pain to trust you. Pow, pow, pow. You got to use all of that pain to trust that you've gone through enough pain. You have developed enough pain tolerance based on what you've gone through in your life to deal with the climate that you're going to have to climb to to be successful in business. And then you got to believe in God that you got the abilities. And then I'm a pastor that there's an invisible, immaterial, spiritual God that cares about you. You got to believe that he cares about you. You got to believe that God cares about you enough to say, I let you go through stuff in your life for a reason. I'm coming, y'all. You got to believe that God is so real that he let you go through stuff for a reason. For this time in history, I need to tell you something. I don't know if there's any other pastors on here, but I speak it to you prophetically that this is your time. I am a unlocker. This is my anointing. This is my gift to unlock people. I do this all over the world. I do it for celebrities. I do it for athletes. I do it for trap kings. I do it for killers. I do it for thugs. I do it for pastors. I do it for spiritual people. Listen to me. Do you believe that you have the sauce? And do you believe that God will back you? Here we go. Once, once I begin to believe in myself and believe in my creator, then I start letting him talk to me. And now I'm going to tell you where the money is. There is an old business term that's changing, but it's called the white space. And the white space is opportunity zone that has not been exhausted or tapped. What do I mean? There are areas in business and there are areas, there's areas in money that's untapped. Let me show you. Most people go, if you've ever heard of, about somebody who's a fisherman, they fish in a pond, a pond. There's no water going in it or out it. It's a pond. It's still water. It's not an ocean that feeds it. It's not a stream that feeds it, but it's full of fish. So for one generation, you've been fishing and you've been catching catfish, brim, whatever you like. And you think in your mind that that pond is always going to be full of fish. But one day you're going to go to the pond and the pond is going to be dried up because other people found out about that pond. And even when you don't know it, they're fishing. 
and not only other people, you have other predatory beings. You have birds, you have other fish, you have invasive species of plants. I'm going somewhere with this that all impact the pond in areas you don't see. You just fishing, 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 thinking you're going to still catch the same amount of fish. You don't realize that the pond, every time you catch a fish, that's one fish less, one fish less in the pond. The problem with most people is in business is they think you can fish out of the same pond without expanding. At some point, you have the two expand and you have to change. It happened to Blockbuster Netflix. You heard about that. It's happening. It's happening. It happened with uh, um, brick and mortar stores and Amazon. So many people kept doing the same thing, thinking they're going to make money the same way. And they didn't realize that people around the world we're starting to buy product online and let it be delivered. Amazon been around a long time. They were just too early. Some of you have been working on business ideas that wasn't for then. It failed. You got to pick. Some of y'all got to pick that back up. It wasn't that the business uh, wasn't a good business. It just was ahead of time. If we would have had Uber and Amazon 20 years ago, it would have never worked because nobody trusted people to be in their cars for Uber. Five years ago, people started saying, hell, you can ride with me. You can ride with me and I can work. I can get a car. I don't have to go in my get cash. I don't need a ta taxi. Look what happened. What I'm trying to show you is the white space is untapped areas where there's opportunities to make money. COVID and the George Floyd, the civil unrest has flipped the world so, so off its axis that God has pulled people out of position. Listen to me. I'm the pastor on here, too. God has pulled people out of position who don't trust him, who would not acquiesce and wouldn't change out of position. And he's he's opened new positions for new people in wealth. The Bible says there's a time of transfer. He says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. There's going to be a time of transfer. Here we go. Wealth has been transferred. You have to invent you have to create and you have to come up with new ideas. I'm going to give you some game. Let me tell you some things I'm going to do to become a billionaire. I'm going to become a billionaire. I'm going to skip two, three hundred million and go straight to billions. Let me show you how I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell you what to do. Here's where the white space is now. I'm going to give this to you. What you should think about doing. One white space is gathering others' talent and linking up. That's what black people need to do anyway. That means you get one other black person that's smart, they got an idea, they got a skill that you may not have. But but you 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 come together and you and you cannibalize all of y'all ideas, old stuff, old ideas, cannibalize them, retrofit them, which means how do I how do I take an old idea that didn't work then and add to it and make it work now? I showed you the illustration with Uber and Netflix. What the, what the game now is finding people with talent and gifts and, and, and connecting with them and making big money. Let me show you. If somebody on YouTube, it's a content-driven society. So what, I, what, I, what I'm doing now is I go on YouTube and look all day. I'll find me somebody talent, don't even know who they are. Don't even know they're dope. Take some money, put it behind them, put them in a 360, make millions of dollars. Somebody else got a gift and an idea to sing, to do music, to, to come up with technology for medicine. You know what? You know how I'm going to be a billionaire? I'm going to find somebody with a technology that's in the tech. I don't have to know it. I don't, know how to, I don't have to know how to do it. I have a couple of dollars. I'm going to take them. 
invest money, give them some leadership and structure that I'm creating, put them in my system, and I'm going to make money. They're going to make money, and I'll make money. The game nowadays is coming together with gifts and talents, doing business, and making money like that. This is where the white space is. The white space is in you saying right now, you may not be an entrepreneur, but maybe you can run that company you used to work for. Well, COVID has made it made the playing field different. Now you can go in and say, I want to be the CEO. I want to be the VP. And don't just go yourself. You got to bring somebody else with talent and bring your whole team. So what I would do is if I want to be a new CEO of a company, I would start putting my team together that I'm going to take with me now and then and then give the application. Put the application in, but not just with you. I want to be the VP of this company, and I'm not just coming. I want you to hire me and my team. White space. Here's Let me tell you the next way to make money. People pay you based on the problems you solve. Write this down. You're only worth, you're only worth, and my team's got some questions for me. You're only worth, you only get paid, and you're only worth the amount of problems that you solve. Think about that for a minute. If you make $50,000 a year, you solve 50,000 a year worth of problems. If you make 200,000 a year, you solve 200,000 a year worth, worth of problems. If you want to start a business and you're wondering what to do, besides texting AMM to 52886 so I can give you the step-by-step keys, I got pro programs for this stuff when you sign up. Let me tell you what you do. What's happening now is people, what's happening now is the opportunity zone is for people who are saying, I'm willing to do something I've never done before and learn it. I'm, I'm literally willing to, to, to grab a hold of something I, I've never even been interested in. That's what you got to do right now and learn it and master it. That's going to be the key. And then linking up with other people. So there's a shit, there's a wealth shift and you got to be a part of it. You got you to gotta believe that this wealth shift is coming by faith. So, Pastor, what did you do? How, how did you become a millionaire with nothing? First thing I did is I found the white space. I, 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 when I opened my first ministry, I went into an area that needed my ministry. I didn't just decide to go somewhere. You got to find out who needs what you have. Hold on, I got a question. I thought I had an idea, but somebody else has already done it. Or I've seen it before. Should I continue with my idea? So, well, it depends on how great the idea is. If somebody's already, if the market is saturated, then you should you should go with a new idea. I think that's what I mean about white space. You you, you got to find the areas where it's untapped. Doing an old idea that everybody's doing is fishing in that pond, thinking thinking you're gonna catch fish still. Big acquiescing and saying I'm gonna come up with something else, because here's how you make money. Remember I was saying you only get paid what you're worth. Here's how you make money. You got to come up with an idea that takes pain away or solve a problem. Pain away, solve a problem. This, this is where the white spaces are now. Take pain away and solve a problem. Do you see everybody wearing masks? Somebody, somebody making money on masks. Let me show you. Masks going to be so cool one day. If I was doing masks, I'm not, I'll give you some ideas. Our technology going to be on masks. So I would ask this question. What technology can I put on a mask? Can I cook my earbuds to it? How can I let somebody see my emotions on my mask? Can I watch 
can I can I get glasses to protect my eyes and wear a mask? Can I watch YouTube? Can I see behind me? Can I make decisions? Can I listen to music with my mask and my eyewear on? What subsidiary companies support the mask? See, I, if I was doing masks, I would find the white space. I would look at hemp, cotton. I would look at every material that they make masks out of and see. And, and, and I would not necessarily start the company. See, the way to make a lot of money now is partnering. And the way to partner is you keep your own business and, and 501, I mean, your own business and LLC, and then let them keep their own business and LLC and you work together. So it's partnering, but it's not connecting your business with theirs. You partner deal based. Right. I'm going to show you something else about making money. When I said you think you got to have all this money to start a business. And then I think we need to talk about faith. If I need if I'll hire you right now and pay you sixty thousand dollars a year. Right. Let's say sixty thousand dollars a year breaks down to four thousand a month. I know it's a little bit more than that, but let's just say it. How much money do I really need? Do I need do I need do I need sixty thousand dollars to pay you or do I need four thousand a month? I don't need 60,000. See, that's how that's how I would beat you in business. Most people would think I don't have 60,000 I can't hire. No. I'm going to tell you I got to pay you $4,000 a month. That means you got to bring $6,000 a month in and I'm going to give you all the tools you need. I'm going to give you all the training you need and I'm going to send you out there with the product to sell. At the end of the month, if you don't bring $6,000 to me, do I owe you four? No. <laughs> At the end of the month, if you bring 6,000, I got four to pay you. So guess what? I'm going to do it the next month and the next month. So how much money do I really need to hire you at 60 k a year? I need $4,000 a month. You get what I'm saying? So it's, it's a way to think about it. And sometimes you got to couple and come together with other people. My team asked me something else. And do I need to slow down? I don't know how much time, so I'm going quick. I can slow down? Okay. My team asked me to, to talk about this. People, write this down, are more important than policy. And this is how some people lose in business. It's because they're so rule-oriented that they forget the people aspect. They forget the servant leader aspect. A few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, there was a new business term. It's old now. It was called the servant leader model. And that's where businesses were putting, they were putting daycares and sports facilities and counseling and therapy in their business because they understood that if people feel connected to the business like they did in the 60s, they'll work harder. If people feel like you care, they'll perform better. And so So you got to have a, you got to have, and also when you're doing that, you got to have, you got to have, uh, you got to have something built in your system for human error. That's what people mess up too. People more important than policy. They're so rigid on their, on their policies that they forget about the thing that drive the company, which is people. And then they forget how to take care of them. So as sometimes you have to make a decision outside of your rules because your people need to know you care. And if they see you care, about one employee and how you treat them in, a, in an isolated in, in situation, then they'll realize that you care about them and you'll get more work performance from everybody in your downline and you never even, you never even knew, but they paid attention to how you treated them. And then I'm a pastor. They wanted me to talk about faith. Listen, God cares about people who care about what he care about. And the world is turned on, is turned upside down. And when God finish allowing the wealth shift to happen, he's also allowing power and influence shift. 
and people who are in position in their heart and in their faith to say, God, I'm going to be a person who will care about you. I'm going to do business. I'm going to be shrewd in business, but I care about your agenda in the earth. They're, those are the people God's rejecting. God is raising up the unqualified right now. The unqualified people, the people that don't have the degree necessarily, don't have the pedigree, they don't have the tenure experience, but they do have the heart. And God is saying, I'm going to put you, I'm going to put you in position now because you listen to me. You see, the reason why I'm successful and I get to be on here is because I listen to God. And God spoke to me before this and said, I want you to speak from your heart and tell them everything. This is how I came from being broke. This is how I brought my family from, from struggling. This is how I brought members in my church from being broke to prosperity. I've taken people in my church from being broke to millionaires. People in Oasis Church, people in my church have worked jobs they hated. Now they own their own business. Others, they start in the mailroom. Now they're the VP. Now they're, now they're running the whole place because I teach kingdom principles. I teach God first. And when you put God in the middle of anything you're doing, he has a fiduciary responsibility and obligation to make what it is you want to happen, happen. All right. I got eight minutes. I lost 30, so I claim I went fast. I'm going to slow these eight minutes down, and I want to answer a couple of questions that my team have that's coming from you guys. I'm going to do it now. All right. Give me the first question. How do you balance faith and business? How do you balance faith and business? You balance it biblically because the Bible illustrates doing business. I'm going to give you two examples. The parable of the talents. There is a story in the Bible where the master gave three people money. One of them put it in the hole and didn't invest it and make a profit. The other two did. And the master took away from the one who didn't invest and gave it to the ones that did. What's the principle? Anytime God gives you something, he wants you to multiply it. He wants you to make good. And if you don't, he'll take it from you and give it to somebody else. There's one other text in the Bible that says that the, that, that those of us that do kingdom business, we should be even more shrewd about God's business than the people in the world. There are other ethnicities. There is no wealth gene. Jews don't have a gene that make them wealthy because they're Jews. It is what they teach their children. What if I told you that there are other ethnicities and cultures that teach their children, and black people need to do this, that turning a profit pleases God? Being excellent at your job pleases God. When you go to work, giving your best, make God proud and make him bless you. See, that's what other cultures teach their children, and that's why other cultures are blessed. It's not in the bloodline, it's in the teaching. Next question. Dave, come on. How, so I have a white space that I found. What's the best? What's my first step? She says she found a white space that she found. What's the first step? The first step is the, is the one most people don't do is to jump. Jump in it, not without everything being perfect. You got to be willing to jump in because parachutes are designed to open once you jump out of the plane. And so most people don't succeed in business because they don't have the faith to jump. They want everything to be right. That's why I gave you the illustration of how much money do I need? I don't think like that. Sometimes my finance team tell me what I don't have and I've trained them never tell me what I don't have. I always show me how to get what I want because most people focus on what they've lost. I don't look at that. Even as a pastor, I have people tell me, I'm leaving your church. I don't care. You know why? Because when, while you leaving, I'm talking to 50 people that's coming. 
I've trained my mind to think about what I'm gaining and not what I lost because I can't necessarily go back and mitigate that loss. So I let it go. And that's the key to elite business. The most elite business people are always thinking about opportunity, op the opportunity zone, the opportunity cost, and the white space. All right, next question. Tell, go ahead. tell me how to lose better. See, he said, tell me how to lose better. I, I, I got this rule, guys. I got this rule. I can be told no 10 times on my nine times. Nine, one out of 10. All I need is one yes. And sometimes I got to double it. I've been told 20, no 20 times. No shouldn't scare you. And that, that's a barrier for some people. So let me help break. No! Did it help you out? No, no, no. You heard it, right? Stop being afraid of no. I have, I have more failures than I have successes, but my success outweigh my failures. As a matter of fact, the higher the mountain, the lower the valley. So you gotta, you don't learn sustainability when you get there. That's what most black people don't understand. Especially younger ones of us, they don't understand. It's the journey that's, that's fruitful. It's not when you get there. When you get to the top of a mountain, you realize there's nothing there but the next mountain. So you gotta come off that mountain the higher the new mountain, the lower the valley. So when you're, if you're struggling and you're and you're you're going through hell in your life, just keep going. You're just in the valley, and if it's hard as hell right now, that's good. That means your mountain that you're about to climb is gonna be bigger. You're gonna be more successful. You're gonna be more fruitful, and you're gonna be more happy. All right, keep yeah. going. You have four minutes. Four minutes. This is the keys to black wealth. In your opinion, <laughs> or your advice, what are the what do you believe are keys to black wealth? Here, here's what I believe the keys to black wealth is. Number one, the black dollar doesn't circulate in our community. We are the top consumers. Do you know that we dominate in culture, music, movies, art, sports, medicine? We dominate in everything we touch, but we spend our money with everybody else. The white dollar circulates how many times? The Hispanic dollar, how many times? The Asian dollar, how many times? But the black dollar, we buy everything from everybody else and we don't create stuff for ourselves. I almost cussed. What I'm trying to say is some of y'all Negroes need to make your own business. That's what I'm trying to do. We need to make our own shoes, our own houses, our own products. And we need to, we need to, we need to invest in us. But when we invest in us, black people, I'm black, I can say this. We got to do business with each other at a high level of excellence. When we invest in us, we got to do business at a higher level of quality. We got to do better even with how we treat ourselves. Sometimes we treat white people better than we do each other. We go and give a million percent at their job, but when it comes to doing business with each other, we play games. Sometimes. I'm not saying everybody do. I'm just saying that's a systemic problem with us. When we unify with our money and we unify with our prayers, we're going to have systemic change. Keep going. I got about a minute, three minutes, two minutes. Yes. Um, can you tell them to connect with you again? Tell them about your dream book. Okay, I got a book entitled What Happened to Your Dreams. And uh, I want you to get it. Go and get it on Amazon. Did you? Let me tell you why. Because the wealthiest place in the world is the graveyard. It's not the U.S. Mint. It's the graveyard. It's not the American economy. It's the graveyard because that's where all the unrealized dreams are. You're listening to a person that I'm telling you, my, I dream... I, I have this privilege today because I dreamed my way here. And I wrote about it in the book. I, this is a dream. And I want to thank all the hosts. I want to thank all y'all that's watching, all y'all that's the part. I dreamed my way to be here. Get that book. Go to Amazon. And the easiest way to connect with me is text AMM, AMM to 52886. Text AMM to 52886. I have a course called Currency Unlocked. And that's the one you need to purchase. I'm telling you straight up. I had to go fast. You know, because I lost 30 minutes with technical difficulties. Listen to me.
Go text text AMM to 52886. Click Currency Unlocked if you're a business person. Now, I'm going to be taking applications soon. I'm not going to let everybody be able to do this. I just got it launched. I just got it launched this week, and I'm going to let you get into this now. It's, it's 50 pages of content I narrated. How do I start a business? I talk about fixed mindset versus the business mindset. I talked about how to acquiesce and how to move from being, from being an employee to an employer. I talk about how to break down the LLC. I talk about how to write a business plan. I give you the game real time. When you finish that course, that course, if you take my course, you will, you will be able to start your business at a high level and you'll be making money immediately if you follow my steps. Text the word AMM to 52886. Do I have one more question? I need to pray. I want to pray. I'm a pastor. Can I pray for you? Can I pray? I want to pray. And I have anointing for breakthrough. If you're a business person and you're on this line, I want you to get for real for a second because God's going to bless your hands to get wealth. He's opened a portal up over our life and he's sending miracles and blessings to anybody to receive. And the only thing that qualify you is faith. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have, you don't have to be sinless. You don't have to be, all you got to do is be willing right now. That's why they got me on here. I do what athletes and entertainers can't do. I, I got the spiritual, I got the spiritual weight. I'm a, I'm a pastor and that's what I'm about to give you now. Do you hear me? Get ready. I'm about to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, first of all, I thank you for this privilege. God, you showed me when I was a youth pastor, you was going to do this. 20 years ago, you told me about this moment. And God, I use this moment to pray for people who are watching. I come against the devil. Satan, get your hand off of their money. Get your hand off of their mind. I cancel your assignment. I break your arm. I stand in the gap between every person against you and them. I stand in the gap between you and every person on this line. Get your hands off of their money. Get your hands off of their children. Get your hands off of their mind. Father, I pray for grace, the grace to make money. I pray for financial prosperity. You said that you would bless us. You would cause us to prosper and be in good health, even as our, as our soul prosper. God, I command it. I speak prosperity over who's listening and who's watching. You said in Malachi, you'll open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings. We wouldn't have enough room to receive. God, I pray that you do it now. Send prosperity now. Send healing now. Send ideas witty inventions, creative ideas. In Jesus' name, I decree it and declare it over your life. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to say this last thing to the curators of this event. I told you when you asked me to do it. I'm going to say it in front of everybody. This is something that's needed. The hand of the Lord is on y'all too. God's hand is on you, and this is going to be way more successful than you can imagine. Get ready. Isaiah 54 is for you. He says, sing, O barren woman, sing. He says, the same place that I, that you didn't win, I'm going to bless you. He says, strengthen your, lengthen your core, strengthen your stakes, enlarge the place of your tent. I'm going to bless you. He says, he says, do not be ashamed of the problems of your youth because I'm not going to make you ashamed. The same place, whatever you failed in in your life, listen to me, y'all, too. The Lord God told me to tell you, I'm going to bless you there. The only reason why I'm on here is because of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got your back. I'm here for you. Doubt your doubts. Feed your faith. I'm the unlocker. I got the keys. You got the locks. Everybody, follow me online, Instagram, Facebook, Anthony Murray, underscore Anthony Murray. And don't forget, text the word AMM to 52886 and connect with me today personally so that you can be on your way of being successful. I got an interest in making sure that you win. I'll see y'all next time. Thank you.
Thank you so much for this privilege. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Keys to Black Wealth podcast. Make sure you check out our website at www.keystoblackwealth.com where you can find our latest and new merch, ebook releases, and also event updates. Follow us on all social media platforms at Keys to Black Wealth. If you found the information valuable in what you heard, don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a friend. They hit to show the plan and hit that three-way. We on a mission, we living exactly how we say. You see that evidence?